Hey there, this is the Let's Make It Awkward podcast, where we unpack all those awkward in-between moments of being a young adult. So tune in to hear from the dynamic besties as we unpack everything you've probably been thinking about and more. Enjoy! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Let's Make It Awkward. I can't believe we're saying Let's Make It Awkward is back for the second episode. This is so exciting. Number two is my favorite number. And so I think this is is going to be a good one. It's your girls, Chelsea, Lexi, and Lainey here. And you know, our description even says it. We are bold, we are bougie, and we are spicy. So we're going to start it off checking in with each other, seeing how we are, and we're going to do it in terms of spiciness. So are we feeling mild today? Are we feeling medium, spicy, extra spicy? Lexi, my love, how are you feeling? Sad to report, live from Texas, we're just mild today. It's a headache kind of a day. It is, sure. and it's the Man, working nine to five. <laughs> it's nice as the song is. <laughs> I would say longer than nine to five. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Maybe six a.m. <laughs> to nine. <laughs> There's no song for that one. <laughs> Maybe that's what we will create. <laughs> no one will sing along. No one. Will oh. sing. Yeah, so we're, we're mild. We would like to be extra spicy. Oh, oh, by the end of the week, we'll be extra spicy. Oh, good. Yes. We'll see. We we'll, see if we, we'll see if we can make it. No, no, no. I'm saying we can, we'll see if you make it there by the end of this episode. We may just, you know, really all of a sudden just build it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm leaning on Chelsea's energy today. That's what I'm leaning on. Oh man. Well, good thing I'm at a medium bordering onto a spicy. Nice. So I just got roasted by my lovely <laughs> friends. And I'm ready to flame some people. She forgets that I edit these episodes. <laughs> so <laughs> if you all never hear this clip, I am personally responsible for it. And what you just heard was an email, which is as disrespectful as you think it is. Because when we're recording this, it is not the work day, ladies and gentlemen. So this is a lesson on boundaries, is that someone ain't following them. That would be me. Boundary queen. <laughs> Boundary queen. But still feeling medium to spicy. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, you know, I think before we started talking, I was also at a mild, but I've just been giggling for the past however long. And I think at this point, I'm also medium bordering, bordering on spicy. But like, I really think I'm going to get to spicy by the end of this. Great. I feel like the best way to do that is to show everyone our type of awkward and the best way to do that is through an exciting game of who's most likely to. Ooh. So let me kick it off with who is, I. before I kick it off, I feel like a lot of these are targeted towards me. 
and I'm stressed. <laughs> so the nervous sweating commences. And now. <laughs> All right. Who is most likely to marry a celebrity? You know, this is a hard one because I could really see Lexi Roberts just like walking in someplace, mm. doing her own thing. And someone takes one look at her and they're like, that's my future wife right there. And she would not give them the time of day. And you know that that's what celebrities love to hate, but they love <laughs> to love that person at the end of the day. They just want this normal girl, but a normal girl who can what? Finesse any function she goes to, mm -hmm. have conversations with all of the fancy folks, mm -hmm. look good doing it, mm -hmm. and just become like the boss wife that she needs to be because she is going to be the number one in everybody else's mind. You know, now that I have access to Lainey's Disney Plus, I am <laughs> really thinking of a starstruck moment. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot about that movie. Oh my gosh, tell, do tell. <laughs> um, I mean, everything you just described is what happens. Yeah. She doesn't know he's a celeb. He really annoys her. And he falls in love with her because she gives, she doesn't, what is it, fangirl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so we're looking for a Sterling Knight. That's his name. Sterling Knight in Shining Armor for Lexi. Interjection. Interjection. <laughs> Can we tag him in this? <laughs> no, ma'am. No, no. ma'am. No, no, we may Can not. Can I say really quick, I saw the other day that he was Snapchatting, like, college-aged girls. Like, he, like, randomly was getting their Snapchats, and just, like, this guy who used to be a Disney Channel star is now Snapchatting random girls. I just need that to be known. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, I would love the Cinderella story that you're talking about. Yeah. That is not my life, because nobody knows I'm just, like, casually, like, doing things. We all know it would be Lainey. Because Lainey is the most low-key, and you always, they always are the happiest with the wife. It's like, I know it's a big house, but I'm not even about that lifestyle. Like, I would really love us to downsize. Like, it's not about the fame or anything. And like, cough, cough, if she, fingers crossed, ever moves somewhere where there's like a country music star, she finds them while they're underground, supports their whole life, becomes their manager, and then they end up falling in love. So like, I really don't think it's me. And also, have you ever seen me out at a bar? It's really not as cute as you think. Oh, we've no. never seen you because you disappear. I will say I do like that idea of it of me meeting someone and it like growing to be something rather than like meeting someone and it them being at the top of their game. I don't think I would do so well with someone like that. That's mm -hmm. what I'm saying more so. I think that you would crush it like already just entering into that sphere. Oh, okay. Well, sure. We'll call it a tie. And also, <laughs> I caught your shady thing about me in a bar. <laughs> just telling one. Chelsea won Lexi Zero for the episode. Gotcha. Message we're keeping, we're keeping I told you. I told you I was coming with the flames. Okay, next one. Next. Um, who is most likely to be the most awkward on a first date? Oh, well, being privy to <laughs> being privy to going on double dates with Chelsea and Thomas, there are moments 
moments moments mm-hmm. where she shines oh <laughs> there are also moments <laughs> where we don't know what to say yeah I don't know that that's every first date I think that that also has to do with who you're going out with it I, does I I also I have to co-sign yes we know it's Chelsea but that does not give you enough credit for yeah. your beginning game like how you get yeah. to the first date is way better than how Lainey and I approach it Chelsea it's not it's it's it there needs to be a new word for it because it's not a catfish but like your texting game is definitely next level and so in like your message you're just you're very cheeky you're very this that and other so I feel like it just takes you a second to catch up to it in the in the like in-person thing which Lainey and I are like spitfires about so I don't want to I don't think it does you justice I'm like yeah you're definitely the most awkward but I'm like for her like how she gets the dates like man she's got them lined up (laughs) they're ready yeah, I think I think the processing time when I'm typing in text versus answering yeah. in person, the blank stares, I think, is what gets people. They're not <laughs> ready for that. Yeah, I feel like because you're so on point and you always have the like next witty thing to say, just upping their banter and expecting more from them, that then when you go on the date and you're down for a moment of silence for like a solid five second interlude (laughs) of just like I'm just figuring out the next thing that I want to say and I have no qualms with that Mm -hmm. and people are not okay with silence anymore I'm not I'm gonna call myself out on that and so they're just like do I stare at her back do I come up with another question (laughs) is she interested in me I feel like that's also a big one is less of like you actually doing something that's awkward and more like how they're interpreting it and then going about it. Mm, that makes sense. You did call me indifferent recently. I sure did. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Sorry, boys. <laughs> Next question. Who is most likely to run for president? This is a tough one. I think my my first my first take would be Lexi yeah me too mm-hmm. no I think I think it's it'd the be most me. likely to not yeah. who would actually do we it we just went over how on a first date <laughs> I stare blankly at people <laughs> so I'm out of the running I will take myself out of the running <laughs> and I think I'm thinking about debates too where like I need time I love like having a conversation with people and it being like elongated and being able to process through that with them. Whereas Lexi is so (laughs) good about hearing what someone has said, figuring out everything that they meant by that, finding all of the gaps in their arguments Mm -hmm. and being like, this is why you're wrong. And this is why I'm right. (laughs) Vote Lexi for president. (laughs) Within, within a half second interval too. Like I'm still processing the first five words the person said and Lexi has already begun her argument back and I'm like sorry could you repeat the question (laughs) you you would not have any time left by the end (laughs) of your answer because you'd be like it just just the the question one more time wait what are you looking for from my answer how can I best serve you (laughs) I feel like it's really funny how Chelsea prefaces that most of these were targeted at her yet they're me but how somehow we have come back to Chelsea to be like it would be you it would be you in a 
different way. I think more fairly, it should have been who's most likely to win a spelling bee contest. Because I feel like that's the same amount of pressure, but like less president things. Like that doesn't seem fun anymore. And if I had to answer that one, which it's not a question, but it would be Lainey. (laughs) I can't disagree with you. I did, I did take AP composition junior, junior year of high school. And we did have to take a spelling test where we had like a hundred different words and she gave two options about how the word is spelled and they were just like commonly misspelled words like occasion and stuff like that and I think I I'm not I'm guys I'm really not trying to brag I don't like to do that but I will um I think I missed like one or two and people did not do as well as I did Well, if I had a dollar every time Lexi and I had to look at each other confused because Lenny throws out a new word that we weren't prepared for, I would be a celebrity. Prediction. And that's not even, that's not even the right word for it either. Like, what's the word for somebody who has a wide vocabulary? A dictionary. (laughs) That indeed is the thing. (laughs) Fair enough. I feel like it's like more of a thesaurus. No, I don't know what the word for a person is. Person who has like a wide vocabulary. Anyway, anyway. Okay, next one. Next one. Who's most likely to get in a bar fight? Ooh. Definitely. Ooh, actually. <laughs> Depends on who's consumed the most alcohol for the bar. Because <laughs> my initial instinct is to say Lainey. But if Lainey had it, if Lainey consumes more alcohol, I do think it would be Chelsea if Chelsea consumed more alcohol because she gets very clear and concise about her wants, desires, and needs when she is intoxicated. And Lainey, well, honestly, I really, this is tough. It's a tie. I think I would maybe only get in a bar fight with Chelsea. Uh huh. I think so. Like, if someone looked at her the wrong way, or if someone looked at me the wrong way, like, I feel like regardless, we would turn to each other and be like, did you just see that? And then the other person would get amped up. Like, whatever happened to that person, it'd be the other person who, like, started it and was like, what do you think you're doing? Look over there instead. And then all of a sudden, just, like, an accidental punch comes out. And, like, I wear a ring. Like, you should really watch out for this list. That makes sense because I have witnessed Lainey almost bite someone's head off over them talking to me at a bar while I was crying. Well, that's true. So I do, I do feel like it would have to be the two of us, and I will reiterate, reiterate, yeah, that's right. That Lexi would have disappeared. (laughs) Right, like we would never see the bar fight if it happened (laughs) because we wouldn't be with her. No, you would just get a text being like, I'm outside the bar because they can't come out. The bar, right? <laughs> and everyone would be like, what? And I'm like, Yo, no, y'all take your time. I'm going to go to the wings place and you just <laughs> let me know when you're ready to go. No, but we would come over and see you. You would not have a scratch on you and the mm-hmm. other girl would just be demolished. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But let's be honest, I don't have enough time. Like, I'm too busy frolicking. So that's not really my brand at the end of the day. No. Um, I would rather call people mean names. <laughs> oh, not physical. <laughs> okay, one more. Let's do one more. All right. Okay, this has to be a good one then. Um, who is most likely to not shower for a week? 
<laughs> You're only saying that because it's happened recently. <laughs> Quite literally, who is most likely to? You fit the bill. You definitely know it's not Lainey. Right. Yes. That's true. It might be Chelsea or I, but it really, the reasoning for it would be different. It would be like, I'm like, I'm taking a, a week of mindfulness where I am only interacting with water and gratitude. Like, I'm not trying to be wasteful. So I decided to abstain from showering for a week to see how I feel. Mm. Wow. Meanwhile, <laughs> mine would be because I forgot that I also exist as a human life that needs to be taken care of. <laughs> Like, I gave Stella a shower. Does that count? <laughs> Stella is Chelsea's dog. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We'll definitely get a shower before I did if I had to pick. You also have so many cute headbands that you're able to rock. And, and happily I, so. And yes. then some greasy hair. I think that's why I got into the headbands was because dry shampoo was not cutting it on day three or four. And I really, every time you say you're like, my hair's super greasy, I can never tell. I can never tell. I just, you, I think it's because you can feel it because you always say it. And I'm like, nah, bro, like, it's really not. And you're like, I feel it. I'm like, well, that's a different story. But I think you can pull off the week, the week shower. Well, you're convincing me that I could do even longer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, fuck that, fuck that. <laughs> Personal hygiene is very important to me. <laughs> closing argument that, that was almost like at the end of the pharmaceutical commercials it's like we're not responsible for any poor decisions made after listening to this and so I was like don't do drugs kids shower shower but sometimes yeah sometimes it's just Sometimes I can be in the shower for like 30 minutes and then sometimes I'm like, I really don't know how people spend more than like seven minutes in the shower. So I've been notorious for being a quick shower, but I just, I think it's because I don't do my thinking in the shower and I don't really get how people do their thinking in the shower. Just like stand naked and let water hit them and somehow they come up with their best ideas. I really don't get that, but you know. I think it is interesting the idea that like there was a time when we had ample time you know for whatever we wanted to do and that could be taking a shower like never once did it cross my mind in high school that I didn't have time to shower but like it's true something that they don't tell you about adults adulting speaking of that I I (laughs) (laughs) that's called the remix the remix <laughs> oh my gosh I I really hope people are now familiar with our brand of awkward because it's it's one of a kind it's the special one it's unique to say the least it's the seasonal ones <laughs> like, you don't get all the time just in the special just in your favorite moments but that really brings up there's so many aspects to adulthood that we one are currently navigating have navigated and do not want to navigate (laughs) in the future that we think we're just examples of like 
how a moment in adulthood can get really awkward and what you know or don't know. So this is just things nobody told us about adulthood that makes it really awkward. And so we're just gonna kind of popcorn to some of these on how we all feel. Um, I'm just gonna pick just really off, off the top of just finding your favorite grocery store. But the awkward part of it is going to the grocery store the first time and feeling like you are in a corn maze <laughs> and leaving. Okay. So for example, because there's just so many instances where I just remember just walking this store, one, forgetting why I was there Two, either like feeling like I had found Toys R Us for adults being like, they have my favorite brand of peanut butter <laughs> or being like, I don't like this place. I don't understand how it's organized. But moving into a new area, I truly think that like you do not feel like you are at home until you find your grocery store, until you figure out like what's in your area. And that took me like a hot minute. And Chelsea and I go to different grocery stores too. So like I didn't even know where the Harris Teeter was until I went with her. And then I was like, oh my gosh. And then that Harris Teeter has my favorite popcorn, but has the worst produce. So I never get my produce from there. So just those awkward things of like nobody told us you really need to pay attention to your favorite types of grocery stores. I think the etiquette of a grocery store is so interesting too, because if you start going somewhere, like you know how people interact, you know? So like at some grocery stores, you pass by in the aisle and you say hello to everybody that you see. Or like at Trader Joe's, you have a full on heart to heart with the cashier as you're checking out. At Harris Teeter, at my Harris Teeter, like the clerk asks how you're doing, you're supposed to say good and that's about it. <laughs> they don't, they're like, I am here doing my time. And like, we need some silence right now. And I'm like, you know what, don't we all? So happily. But it like takes that time, I think, to feel normal, to learn the layout of a place. Mm -hmm. I remember going to college and going to a new Target and being like, this entrance is on the opposite end of the store. Like, this is just not Target anymore, even though it simply had the red bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most important part of a grocery store is whether or not they have self-checkout. Oh. Yes. My kind of girl. When you said Lady Harris Teeter cashier, I'm like, never seen him. <laughs> I don't care how many groceries I have in my grocery bag. I'm going to the self-checkout. But Target, love to see him. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Let me tell you, a couple weeks ago, Chelsea and I went on quite the grocery store haul and we did not realize how many groceries we had. And now like in these times with the social distancing that like needs to take place and lines, it always looks like there are more people in line in front of you if you are going to the cash register. And we were like, we don't have that many things. We'll just go to self-checkout we could not fit all of our groceries on the, the next side thing. And so it kept on messing up because it was like, please remove your item. And I was like, it's going to topple over. We can't have this shrimp standing on top of wine bottles. Like it's just, it's not possible. And then this, like the sweet man who was working the self-checkout station literally had to come over to us and like put his key in four different times. And I just know, I know that I can never show my face at that Harris Teeter again, because he will never forget me. Eyes, just the eyes at this point in life, because the mask is being worn. He'll know who I am. And he will say, don't let her come back. This reminds me, 
of one story of going to Trader Joe's with Chelsea. And I think now I have had this so many awkward encounters at grocery stores. Granted, I love Trader Joe's. That is my happy place. And I love its social distance because it's less people. So I get to spend more time in there. It's so, and they put the flowers outside. Like if you want to find me, if I don't have any place to be on a Friday, like I'm at Trader Joe's. Anyway, I've had two bad experiences, well, not bad experiences, but Chelsea and I, again, don't make game <laughs> decisions very well. And so, and we like to share, we like to share in the experience that we go. We didn't even talk about what we needed from there, but we were like, let's just share a cart because like they're cleaning them off. And I, I think we both felt awkward about asking for two and maybe they weren't gonna let us in at the same time. And then I was gonna wait, like one of us was gonna wait. Either way, we played too many scenarios. We didn't say anything to each other. We take one cart and all of a sudden the cart's full. <laughs> <laughs> but we weren't paying together so we were like we get in line and we were like who should we pick to struggle tonight? when we get to the front we're like the front half is hers <laughs> and so the guy was definitely not happy that we did that to him and I was like so I like tried to help him and like this all her stuff and they ended up being fine but like obviously Chelsea and I were like the most awkward human beings being like oh how's your day and then I think we did we get in his line again, Chelsea? And we were like, because of the mask, we were like, do you think he knows it was us? And we were like, for sure he knows it was us. Yeah, um, I, that's why self-checkout is important for me. So I can avoid all of those interactions. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, y'all pick what's something that no one ever told you about adulthood that makes it really awkward. I think for me, I always looked like I remember when I was so little and I had a babysitter. I thought that she had it all together. Like I was like, this girl comes in and she is wearing blue eyeshadow and she can do her hair however she wants. She actually knows how to like French braid her own hair. And I thought that she was the oldest human being. She was 14 years old. <laughs> she was still in high school. And I'm, and now I look at people like in the mall or, you know, you're just walking around and you see kids who, no, no, no. Actually the worst is when you are driving and you see a literal child driving an automobile. And I'm like, that's not allowed. Like you are where you're in a booster seat right now. You <laughs> cannot see above the wheel. And I'm concerned for what I looked like because I was just such a little shrimp. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. But I think knowing how young you were when you, or knowing how young an age is after the fact, but like thinking that it's so great. So I'm like, who am I looking up to now in my life who I think have it all together? And it's a really humbling experience, I'll say, to know that we don't at this age have as much together as I thought I would. But it's also really relieving to know that nobody else does. Nobody ever will. There are no answers. Oh, you felt relieved. I felt betrayed. <laughs> because if no one else had their shit together, then why did y'all make me feel like I should? True. I just feel like all the adults in my life growing up were like, yeah, we know, we know more. Like, we know this. We're because telling I you what to do. So. Yes. And now they're like, Chelsea, do you know how to uh, turn this computer on? Oh. Or like. <laughs> when the roles reverse. Yes. And I'm like, no one knows. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to make my own doctor's appointment. My mom doesn't know how to 
What is my mom? No, my mom, mom knows. My mom, mom knows everything. Mom knows how to, no, knows how to do everything. everything. Don't you dare stand your Leanne's name. Okay. No. <laughs> mom's know everything. But like, the adult next door yeah. doesn't know how to post on Facebook. Like, yeah. none of us know what we're doing. But I always believed that when I got to this age, I would know what I'm doing. And I think had I known that I wouldn't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Where is my sentence even going? <laughs> I wish I knew that. <laughs> I really think that that would have saved myself a lot of tearful phone calls to yeah. the all-knowing mom yeah. who tried to solve all my problems, but she also had problems. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh Next one. <laughs> that, I cannot add anything else more because it was all said. It was all said. That, that was a masterpiece. Yeah, that was it. That was literally it. I told my mom not to listen to this. <laughs> Talk about an awkward moment, right? Hey, mom. Um, yeah, so I don't know if you have checked out my podcast yet, but uh, just skip it. Just don't. Just go ahead and skip it. Um, okay, is there something else in adulthood tells you feel like you've been played? Besides <laughs> um, the whole concept of it? <laughs> the entire concept. Um, yes, everything. But I think a big one that we've been talking about lately is forgetting to defrost the meat before you go to work or sometime in the afternoon when you're working from home. And I never understood why my parents would ask me to do that and be like, make sure you do it. They text me to remind me I still wouldn't do it. And I'm, they'd get home. I'm sitting on the couch watching Netflix and they're like, now what do we do for dinner? And I feel that because Lainey and I forgot to defrost the shrimp. And what what did we do? Yeah, Let's rope me into this. Yes. You were there. You lived with me for a minute. Oh, I think about last week when you took the shrimp out like an hour before. No, no, this no. was before. Before. Oh, no. See, I was going to say, because I was like, parents always, like, my mom and dad always figured it out. I always have that moment. I remember leaving college and, like, forgetting to defrost something for the first time and being like, I need to go beg on my hands and knees for forgiveness from my mother <laughs> for the number of times that, like, she asked me to fold the things that were in the dryer. And I was not doing diddly squat that day. And yet I still forgot. And also, like, when she came home, I didn't offer to then go and fold the clothes, knowing what had, like, and so I'm like, now I know what it's like to work a full day. You want to come home, you want to make things as simple and as easy as possible. And yet, even when the chicken or the shrimp was not defrosted, we still had a bounteous feast of chicken or shrimp that same night. So I'm like, I was like, I don't know how my parents figured it out and did not get roaring mad at me. Mm. I, I just towel water with a shrimp of one eye. The key to managing adulthood, this is my guru moment, is absolutely the contingency plan. Like it's all about the contingency. Mm-hmm. It is never gonna go like smooth or as peachy as you want it to. But it's about like they figured out so many ways to finesse. Cause then like I talked to my mom and she's like, Oh, it's okay if you didn't defrost, like we'll just 
you know, put it in the microwave and defrost. It's not how I like to do, but like you can do it that way. Or like, let's take this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I thought it was the end of the world. <laughs> like I, I couldn't cook anymore. Like I was going to eat a can of beans. It's just like, oh my gosh, like you are so existential chill. I'm like, wow, we have options. Or the immediate is like, I'm going to pick up food somewhere. And that's just not sustainable. I think I don't have a family, um, but I don't think that's also a sustainable method either <laughs> of like, just because mommy forgot to, um, you know, defrost the thing then we're always eating out well and I think that's a good point too it's usually the straw that broke the camel's back like you can't see it like that or you can't see it as like the biggest deal in the entire world because at the end of the day it isn't like we have so many other options to do and there's likely also like some pasta in our pantry that we can just whip up kind of quickly um but it I'm like, I don't think I realized just how much of an impact that like one thing that I could have done to make my life easier Mm -hmm. does when I don't do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think this is not on the list, but now that I'm thinking about other things that seem really awkward, I don't know when hosting a dinner party, I'm like at the stage where hosting a dinner party sounds very enticing, right? Mm -hmm. That sounds like so much fun. But I feel like it's also very awkward because the stakes are so high. How do you cook for a bunch of people and then just feel so confident enough in your cooking that like you assume that everybody enjoyed themselves? Nor do I... I don't know a lot of friend groups who have like that one person who is the master chef. Like I know, like I can name other people who have that friend, but it is not like always readily available. But I'm like, but I would, I think I would do really well being the hostess with the bostess, but maybe I just need a lifestyle where I can just cater these events. (laughs) I'm in that awkward, weird, like I want to do it, but I do not feel equipped. This is what I think. And um, (laughs) I think what you do is you provide the main thing, but then you allow everybody else to bring like the charcuterie board or will you bring the salad or will you bring the rolls? Will you bring the dip? Stuff like that. So then someone can compliment you on how delicious your herbed lemon chicken was, but (laughs) it is not all down to you to fix a like four course meal. Are, are your, are, do you feel like our friends are ready for the potluck? Like, do you feel like if I- Oh, no, 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 no. There's a particular man, there's particular like three men friends that we have that I'm like, if I text them like, come over for dinner, what are you bringing? They would bring a bag of chips. <laughs> like, Someone might grab some like Trulies or beer or something. And be like, you said an appetizer. Got it. <laughs> If we drink enough, the food will taste good. <laughs> yeah, being like, I thought I was coming to a pregame, not a dinner party. Yeah. But then I also feel like they kind of want that vibe too, but I just don't know if we're ready. That is a very awkward in between, and I don't know where we need to get. Maybe somebody needs to have a house so like it feels a little bit fancier. So like we feel like we can really just feast and chill. I don't know, but I want I want that. I want that in my life. Iced and chill. Yeah. That's what I want. I'm picturing like an outdoor long table, just food all over family style, 
candles, some string lights, some music in the background. You know I love music in the background. Curating mm -hmm. that playlist. That is my, that is my MO. That like, if there's two or more I'll gather, <laughs> music shall be playing frankly in the background. <laughs> I think it just chills everybody's nervous systems out. <laughs> because when there are that three seconds of silence, there's music. That's yeah, what I think I'm getting from this is the three of us are ready to host a dinner party together. Mm. None of us could do it on our own. Oh. That's the next step. Yeah. Slowly but surely. Reduce the number of people that have mm -hmm. authority. We've cooked together. We've picnicked together. Mm. Now we can throw it all together. Invite, invite, invite a few more people to join in. And we're one step closer to learning how to host a dinner party. <laughs> dinner party. <laughs> we're one step closer to learning how to host a dinner party. A dinner party. If only I can say the words. And honestly, Lainey's holding back that she's a sucker for a themed party too. So this could be- I love a themed party. <laughs> All I want is for someone to throw a costume party and for me to come. I mean, it could be, you know, like a Malfi Coast chic, right? And we all come <laughs> dressed, ready for an Italian fair, but we're wearing our like print, we're wearing our sun hats, our sunglasses. I'm like, we need a theme. We need a theme. I cannot wait in like 15 years when Lady marries her celebrity. <laughs> she's throwing her yearly theme party and Chelsea and I are on the phone being like yo what's what's a mafia coast look like <laughs> like what you wearing you wearing linen is it linen okay so we should wear linen and then we roll up in a straight linen fit yeah. and it wasn't linen it, no, was, no. it was silk no, oh. it was silk it was silk <laughs> Silk would do, silk would do, but linen is also accepted. And at the end of the day, all I really want are my people together. All I really want is to get dressed up. <laughs> and have somewhere to go. Have somewhere to go. I think that will, your life in like 15 years, well, maybe, I don't know, 15, I'm saying 15 because that seems like a decent enough away, but then also themed children's birthday parties. Like for the first eight yeah. years, you get a solid... Like, I'm gonna throw the best bangers for like the parents. Like, yeah, throw the Paw Patrol stuff all over. But then, like, we're having a spread for the parents. Like, that barbecue for the parents is gonna be great. Well, that's <laughs> what I always laugh at because so many people go so OTT over the top for um, birthday parties for like infants and people who will never remember these things because you psychologically cannot remember like things before the age of four and um <laughs> just a fun fact um but <laughs> I I was like I don't know why you're asking why this birthday party is happening because parents throw parties for themselves like they want to see their kid be happy and thrilled but like their kid's going to be happy with a pacifier in their mouth so meanwhile let's make our life enjoyable as, as much as we can. Yes, let's. Yes, let's. <laughs> Start with the theme party, everybody. So everyone stay tuned for your invites to Lainey's Almafi Coast themed 
birthday party. Wow. Now I gotta, now I gotta give into that. I should have come up with a different theme. Making a lot of promises now. <laughs> I'm regretting. <laughs> you want a Paw Patrol party instead? Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> well, adulthood is complicated. I'm, I don't, I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's just the thing. It is what it is. Speaking of parties, we'll catch you at episode three. Feel free to follow us on Instagram at Let's Make It Awkward Podcast and drop a few comments about things no one's ever told you about adulthood or the next round of who would who's most likely to questions. See you next time. Love you.